the Rolling Stones once said, good music comes out of people playing together, knowing what they want to do, and going for it. And I am so excited that these three musicians are playing together and going for it. Drummer Daru Jones, guitarist Marcus Machado, and bassist Doug Wimbish are joining musical forces to create DMD. Now you may have heard about each of these musicians separately. Daru has played for a range of artists from Jack White to Nas to Slum Village. Marcus has strummed his guitar for groups like The Family Stand to Dutch soul singer Boris. And who doesn't know Doug Wimbush from the legendary group Living Color. But now they've come together to bring us their collaboration. I'm your host, Jodine Dorsey, and stay right here to experience this musical journey for yourself with DMD on B-Side. Introduce yourselves, and of course, obviously, what instrument you're playing. Daru Jones, drums. Okay. Marcus Machado, guitar. Doug Wimbush, bass and ambiance. <laughs> I love it, I love it, I love it. Tell me, how did you guys get started? Um, how did you guys come together to, to form DMD? How did that happen? What's the backstory here? <laughs> you started, well, you, can, you can start. The first D, you The first D. The first D. First D. Bees in stereo here. Yeah, so thank yeah. you. <laughs> thank you guys for coming. Appreciate it. Give, give yourself a hand. Yeah. Um, basically, we started, me and Doug met in 2013. It's a company called Mono Creators. They used to be called Mono Cases. They were doing, they wanted to do like a reality shoot where musicians team up for the first time and meet. Basically, they wanted to capture it on, on film. So we get out to San Francisco. We, I'm in a room, you know, with, with another project that I was working on. And Doug Wimmers 
right out of the car. They filmed them walking up to the, the headquarters of Mono Creators. We introduced ourselves, and then we just started, we started jamming. Just like that. Just like, like that. that. So that started our relationship, 2013. Wow. Me and Doug, you know, um, Doug does um, an event called Wimbash, oh, okay. where he's like an all-star band, where he picks like the best of the best, and they perform, you know, internationally. After building a relationship from that, he called me to, to get on some of those. And then one time that I was, I was coming down to Harvard, Connecticut, to do the wind bash. First of all, I miss, I took a train from New York to, to Harvard, and it was, it was a late night anyway. I missed, my, I missed my stop, and I ended up like almost an hour out of the way. Going you ended up in Bangladesh. <laughs> yeah, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, got, we got you. I'm gonna try to show the story down. Anyway, so got, finally got to, to, to Harvard, to the studio. Me and Doug, we just, he, 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 he plugged him, he wired everything up. We just recorded just some drums and bass. We didn't know what was gonna happen with it. Drum and bass, okay. Drum and, drum and bass, okay. and um, Doug just sent me the recordings of it. You know, I'm, 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 I'm more than just a drummer, I'm also a, a composer and a producer. And I basically, I went into my laboratory and I was like, man, there's some good stuff in here. So I just, you know, started mixing and slicing. So where did Marcus come in? Like, that's, did... that's coming, that's coming. Oh, that's coming, coming. That's coming. <laughs> So basically, this, so basically, this is the best part, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so say the best. I ended up making some, some tracks out of what we did in the studio, just sketches made some some tracks. And um, a good friend of ours, DJ Spinner. Mm -hmm. Anybody know DJ Spinner? Yeah. Good friend of ours. Yeah. DJ Spinner, he's a friend of ours, he's a tastemaker. Uh -huh. And DJ Spinner called me excited. He was like, yo, have you heard of this cat named Marcus Machada? I was like, oh, who's this? This is Marcus Machado. I was just like Spanish cat. But anyway, he was like, he was like, he was he was really excited. He was like, yo, I want to put you to Marcus. Like he was ramp, he was raving about Marcus. He was like, man, you you guys got to do something together. He was like, I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm, I get amped up when my when my friends co-sign somebody. Mm -hmm. So I was, I was like, yeah. He was like, I got him here right now. And he put Marcus on the phone. Yeah. We got on the phone. We spoke. And then it just so happened that I was doing a drum clinic mm -hmm. at Guitar yeah, Center. Center yeah. Went to the Guitar Center. Mm -hmm. Marcus just so happened to be out there. And I met him for the first time. He was like, we're going to work together. Yeah. We didn't even know that we had already crossed paths. But anyway, we finally yeah. met. And then, um, you can take it. Yeah, so bring it back. I was in the studio with Spinner. I was working on my uh, EP that's out now called 29. So there's a song there called New Things. Me and Spinner, we did it together. Mm -hmm. And um, same with Daru was saying. He called me up. And you know, Spinner was telling me like, man, like, how you gonna have like your live band? Like, who are you gonna get some of the guys? And I said, man, I'm a big fan of Daru. I said, that's like one of my favorite drum players. He's like, I know Daru. Let me call him up. So sure enough, we talked, and then um, we met up at Guitar Center, and then the first project that we did, um, he said, man, you know Doug Wimbush? I said, of course. And I know Doug and Living Color from the Family Stand because I used to play with the Family Stand, mm -hmm. and you know. Vernon Reed, he knows me since I was like 14. So I was like, man, that's family. He goes, man, me and Doug is doing this uh, project. Here's just some jams, just record some stuff. And that was like the first project that we did. So he sent me it and I just added some guitars and I was like, man, nice. it was just, nice. and the rest was history.
expect from this album? Is it all instrumentation or any, any guest vocalists? What can we expect? Well, this is the beginning. Mm -hmm. You know, this is the beginning uh, of, our, of our new chapter. And um, the sky's the limit, really. You know, we're a trio. Uh, everybody's engaged in different uh, vibes. Mm -hmm. So we try to bring all of those things to the center and keep, and keep a very free, open policy, you yeah. know, of what's going on. That way, you know, um, you know, that way the groove is always good. You know, if I, if, I, if I feel a little low one day, he's got it. Right. I ain't worried about Daru. I know my nephew over here has got it as well, you know what I'm saying? Right. So, but the reality of it is, we expect fun and expect things to happen in real time, you know? Yes. And, and, that, and, and um, the spirit of what we've done, the way this whole record, this project came about, came from a real honest space, you know? And when you have, um, you know, to me, music is a reflection of how you live. You know, it comes out in your music. Right. So we've been blessed to be able to meet at this place in, in, in time to be able to just, you know, share notes, share stories through our music. Right. So again, we're not the architects, we're the recipients. We're all doing this together. Nice. And that's really what it's all about. Nice, 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 yeah. nice. So what was it when you, um, when you met Daru? What was it? Is, it? is it technique? Is it spirit? Is it energy, what is it that you look for in musicians, being that you've been in the game for so long? Well, you know, I'm, I'm learning every day, you okay. know what I mean? And I think that it's all of what, it's everything you just said and more is what it is. Me and Daru just naturally hit it off. Okay. It was one of those things where it's like, he told you how we met, um, and from that point, the energy was, was right out of the box. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? There was no other frequencies going on. So we all come from uh, 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 situations where you know, you have to find your spacing when you work with different groups and everything. Right. But this is free. This is a free zone. So we found a way to just communicate right out the gate. And that's my brother right there. I got to give him some splaw on that. You know what right. I'm saying? Right. But in real time, that's how it all came to be. Just a natural, organic, and I'm not trying to wave no flag. I'm just happy to be here right now with y'all and to also be able to share, you know, to be able to have the opportunity to speak in a language that everybody here can easily understand. <laughs> so, Daru, you're in Nashville now, right? Or you, you're traveling back and forth or what, what have you. You used to live in Brooklyn for how long? For, for a minute. For a minute, right? <laughs> We're not going to age you. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. What was it, um, or was there something in Brooklyn that you couldn't get from any other city? Is there something? Tell me about that. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a lot of energy. A lot of people, they're making it happen. It's always inspiration. And um, it's just like a lot of my friends, they work in the music business, so it's like, man, I'm about to go play with Stevie Wonder. So I'm like, man, I want to do that too. Right. So it's a lot of that. I'm inspired by my friends like Marcus mm -hmm. and Doug, Sugar Hill Gang, like do your Googles. Right, but right, like, right, right. A lot of my friends here, they're doing big stuff, so it's, it's inspiring, and that's mm -hmm. one thing that I, I, I like about Brooklyn, for sure. Okay. Well, you know, you can always come back home. We ain't gonna say nothing,
so Marcus, one thing people don't know about you is that you've been playing since two years old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two years old. Yeah. So people consider people consider you a child prodigy. At two years old, I don't even want to get to hard foods yet. What was it about the guitar when you touched it and you said, I'm going to be a rock star and this is what I'm going to do for the rest of my life? I don't know. I think you can talk to my mom right there. Stand right there. <laughs> Mama's that. in the house. Right yeah. well, from, well, I can speak for my mom. She said basically when she was pregnant, anytime there was music or something around, I would always would kick her stomach. So pretty much I've been playing out the womb, you know, pretty much. <laughs> wow. I mean, for me, I mean, as far as I can remember, rest in peace to Al Jarreau. Mm -hmm. But actually, um, he was, as far as I can remember, this was like 87, I'm born in 84. And I remember my first concert my mom took me to was Al Jarreau wow. and Shaka Khan. Oh, wow. And I remember just that experience in New York. It was on somewhere, it was in Spring Valley, I remember. And um, it was on like a hill or something. But I just remember the music, the lights and everything, as far as the guitar, mm -hmm. that was just around the house, you know what I mean? And everything from Hendrix to Coltrane, so, you know, pretty much, I just grew up, I guess it's in me, you know, pretty much. You know. It's in you, it's in <laughs> you. And Deru, you come from a musical family, like everybody plays music in your family. <laughs> pretty much. So, so you become a musician and then you go into productions of producer. Was it challenging from going from being a musician mm -hmm. to actually producing and, and remixing no. and doing what you do? Okay, so my mom and dad are both musicians. Mm -hmm. They both play piano, organ. I started in church. One time. <laughs> One time. <laughs> yeah, my roots, you know, I learned how to play by ear. But mm -hmm. I'm, I'm going to tell you a short story. But the church that I came up in, everything outside of gospel was secular music, and it was a no-no. Mm -hmm. So, of course, when I go to school, all my friends are into hip-hop. And I'm like, man, I want to I wanna know what hip-hop is. Right. At that time, fast forward, I was um, really impressed with the production. Because at that time, a lot of hip-hop that was coming out, the content may have been a little nervous. Some of the things they talked about was, you know, not <laughs> parent-friendly, you know what I'm saying? Right. But anyway... I was fascinated. I, I found my way to, to still appreciate the hip hop, the production. So I was, you know, fascinated by, you know, Dr. Dre, DJ Premier, mm -hmm. P. Rock, mm -hmm. and um, it really helped my drumming because um, as a musician, it's a thousand things that you can play, but only a couple is going to work. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, a couple things going to make the song pop off. Like when you listen to your favorite, your, your favorite hit records, it's not super fancy, but it's certain things that make that record. Mm -hmm. So that that helped me as a, as a drummer be more conscious of what I did. Because, you know, we all, it's, it's all about being a team player. I'm not trying to overplay um, mm -hmm. Marcus or Doug. We, we're playing, mm -hmm. we, we have, we're having a conversation. conversation right. yeah. So right. it's like, a lot of times musicians, we get it twisted. We think it's all about us and we want to showboat. You know what I'm saying? Nah, it's all about making the next person sound good. Mm -hmm. So being a producer helped me with my thinking on what type of fields to do to complement what he's doing. And yeah, I feel like that's why I may have gotten a couple more jobs. Nice. Nice, 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 nice. So, 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 Doug, I gotta ask you because I'm not gonna age you. Don't worry, I'm, I'm not calling out any years. Old. You can age me all you want. Great, but two ages alive and dead. Everything else in the middle, you gotta enjoy. You better wait a minute. You better speak a sermon right now. You better say that again. Let's get that clear. All right, go ahead, sweetie. So, so in your career. What words of advice would you give to Marcus and Daru about being sustainable as an artist and a musician here in this music industry? What what words would you share with them? I mean, you know, like I think they already got it. I don't really have. I mean, the key obviously is is listening. You know, every you have to find your lane, and sometimes you have to know how to be on the front burner and burn, and also sit on the back burner and simmer as well and be comfortable. And not everybody could do that. 
So, you know, um, I guess that comes from <clears throat> just experience, playing with people. You play with your alpha males, your alpha females, you figure out how to deal with that. You play with all the different, you know, over time, every gig you do, every song you learn, it's a lesson, right? Every song, every frequency, everything, you know? So for me, my lessons came from my elders that, were, that, that I was blessed to be around. I was fortunate to work with, with older folks that kind of take you under their wings. The reason why I'm here today is because, um, you know, how, how I wanted to, what, what made me, what flipped the switch for me, my family's from Bahamas. And um, I used to go to Bahamas when I was, when I was a kid. And when I went there in 1969, 1970, the Jackson 5, it came out. So my, so Nassau, in Nassau, Bahamas, there's no radio, there's no TV station, nothing like that. So I have young uncles. My uncles came up with the bright idea to tell people I was Jermaine Jackson in the Jackson 5. <laughs> <laughs> All right? So the best part about it is they, people over there believed it. So they would take, they would take me to a club and just say, Yo, don't say nothing. You just, you just, I had a big afro, bigger than Questlove, big giant afro picking there in Germany. So I had a big afro mustache when I was young, and my uncles just used to want to crash parties. That's what they did. So they said, listen, never mind. You just sit there and be cool. All right, we'll take care of everything. So they would roll me up to the club. I know that's right. <laughs> we got Jermaine Jackson right here, the Jackson 5. For real? They usher my, they usher me in. You can see where people have been having a good time for hours. Drinks all over the place. Move them out the way. Sit down. My uncles would be like, Guinness stout, please. <laughs> you know what I mean? But what, it, what that did, the short end, the, the, the back side of that story is this. What I did was after I came home from that summer, mm -hmm. I said, now, do I want to impersonate a fraud or do I want to make a career out of nice. being a musician? Yeah. Nice. So you turn every, the, the, the re result of that story is you take every negative and turn it into a positive. To me, yeah. the negative was impersonating Jermaine Jackson. The positive was my uncles got to drink a lot when they were with me, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but the positive for me is to be able to, you know, find a way to turn the frequency and find my own voice in my own lane Love by that. listening to my elders and just walk following the paths. I want to thank you, Daru Jones, Marcus Machado, Doug Wimbush. Thank you so much for feeding our souls and coming together to present DMD. Be sh please be sure to pick up the self-titled album DMD when it's released in spring of 2017. Don't forget to check in or stop by our Brick House Studios every Thursday to hear more of the best music Brooklyn has to offer. You can also check this out and past episodes anytime at youtube.com slash BrickTV and podcast episodes at soundcloud.com slash BrickRadio. So, DMD, give us a little something something that we can rock out to after this. Podcast is produced by Charlie Hoxie, Keisha Cole, Roe Johnson, and Sasha Mathias. 
Recorded by Onel Mulet and edited by Kyrell Palmer. For more information about B-Side and all Brick Radio podcasts, check out brickartsmedia.org slash radio. Thank you.